Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity, do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up, loud. give me your electricity. Hello, little bitches. Welcome back to the bar. Hello. Oh, it's bitch number one, Christy. <laughs> it's bitch number two, Kelly. I was waiting for you to say that. I forgot. I forgot I, I was a bitch. Gosh. How can you See, forget that? I'm so used to being such a good girl. Oh, okay. I am a good girl, Kelly. Oh, okay. That's my New Year's resolution. Good girl behavior. Okay. Should we save it for the after show? Because I actually just remembered something I wanted to ask you about. But I feel like we should talk about your Mexican adventure. <laughs> My Mexican adventure? What's that? Your lack of Mexican adventure. You were supposed to be in Mexico last week. Oh, Brooke left this morning. Did she go without you? Yeah. She ended <laughs> up... They they let her switch the name or whoever... And so she's taking her girlfriend that she lived with in Austin, Texas. Why did she not wait for you? So, okay, we'll just tell the story real quick. We'll we'll okay. not do this on the after show. So I don't think we even talked about this. I don't remember. I don't think we did. God, I never know what we talk about in public or what we talk about. I, I, on the phone, yeah. I remember some of the things we talk about on the phone. Yeah, because we can't talk about them on here. Yeah, they're super duper top secret. Actually, we can't talk about them anywhere. We have to talk about them in like a panic room because if anybody heard, (laughs) we'd be in such big trouble. We'd be in trouble. Uh, So Brooke bought Kelly a trip 
to no, not Cabo, Cancun. Cancun. Kelly was supposed to leave, and then I got a text. When were you supposed to go? Like Tuesday? Last Tuesday. So on Monday, I got a text from Kelly. Well, I went to check in to the flight and and asked me for my expiration date of my passport, and uh, it was expired. <laughs> so I, I tried everything. Like we we called them and we tried to delay it. They said that they would switch it to the next week. Mm-hmm. That's why she couldn't wait for me because oh, they wouldn't. I, see. I had to do it within the month or whatever. Yeah. So I tried, like, because they have places you could go in Miami and stuff to. Mm-hmm. They would do it in 24 hours, but nowhere had appointments other than New Orleans, which of all places. Yeah. you And I was there. You said. I know. You could but it was like $1,000 for me to fly there. I would like, cause it was like a same day ticket. Right. So it was like crazy expensive. And she's like, mom, this was a gift to you. Not for you to like spend a thousand dollars on your passport. Right. So she's like, I'll just go by myself. Well, then I didn't want her to go by herself. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. So. She found a friend. She decided to just take her girlfriend and she'll take me another time. So I'm dead. You're like, I'm going to Mexico. And then you're like, fuck, uh, my passport's no, expired. Oh, I'm so pissed. <laughs> well, I was sending you numbers for the Mexican consulate and everything I was sending you was in Spanish. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I got an answering machine in when Spanish. I called them. <laughs> I got an answering machine. I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? So I should be in Cancun right now. So when you see all Brooke's pictures on Instagram and stuff, that girl is having my Christmas present. Uh, well, I mean, you and Brooke would have had a lot of fun. Why didn't she take yeah. Paige? I don't know. Paige is busy. Yeah. Paige is a busy girl. Well, Paige isn't really busy, is she? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Maybe uh, she just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she missed her friend. I know Brooke has been wanting to go see her friend in Austin. So she was like, this kills two birds with one stone. I'm getting somebody to go with me. And it saves her from paying to have to go to Austin. Yeah. She's paying to have the girl come with her to see her. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty freaking funny text. And I think very on brand. Oh, yes. I don't think Brooke was surprised at all that I was like, I'm clueless. Okay, so what's the takeaway? Are you getting your passport renewed? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> so when fun. she's ready to take me again, I'll be ready. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, that's so hysterical. Well, I'm sad you didn't go to Mexico. Me too. You would have had such a nice tan. I know. Is it, uh, is it warm in Florida right now? It's a little chilly. Uh, it's chilly all over the country, I think. Like I had on yesterday... Socks, tennis shoes, sweatpants, a t-shirt, and a sweatshirt. Wow. And I'm talking to my sister, and she's, I'm like, it's freezing. She's like, well, how cold is it? I'm like, 73. She's like, oh, my God, that's not cold. I was frozen. I bet. Well, you're also used to it being 150. Yeah. And the whole country is, like, in a deep freeze. We're, it's 16 here right now. With the wind, it's, I think, two. Oh, I would be dying. Well, it's miserable. I don't know why I live here. For the 80th time, I'm going to say that. Oh, I didn't even realize how messed up my sofa is behind me. Eh, well, anyway. So, Cal, what you drinking? I have my cup that got me. Oh, yeah. That's cute. I'm having Malibu and Diet Coke okay. with a lime. That's good. I, it was a new thing. I saw, I saw it on Facebook. 
Well, we know that most of your choices in life come from Facebook, but that sounds like a captain and a co, right? Isn't it? It's a little different now because Malibu is kind of like coconutty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I had a... It's a uh, little odd. You, so you don't like it? I, like it wouldn't be my go-to. No, no. I'm, I'm drinking Miraval. You're always drinking one that's something like that. I know. I, I really have dropped the ball on life lately because I'm just constantly running to get a drink before we record i know i'm it's always last minute well actually i bought a bottle of my josh prosecco that i like to have today Mm -hmm. and i have been my house is like a bomb went off like a grenade went off there's shit everywhere they're tearing my porch off my balcony why redoing it i have no idea and it was always supposed to take a week so it should have been done yesterday. They really have not even done anything. Mm. But all of my porch furniture and pots and all of that, I had oh to bring God. in. In your house. So they're all in here. And then I have all these things that I'm redoing my cabinets and kitchen cabinets. And what stuff. are you doing to your cabinets? Well, because I got new stuff. So I've been trying to put new stuff in there and get rid of my older stuff. So you're not like painting your cabinets. You're switching oh, no, 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 your no. stuff. I'm, oh, okay. I'm organizing and yes. So Because I remember when you painted your cabinets in Pittsburgh. Oh my yeah. God. And then you, yeah. you you bought the one well, piece I of didn't, marble. No, but. I didn't paint them. But yeah, I had them painted. Right. But Kelly managed to find the most expensive piece of granite in Allegheny County. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. She's I like, loved I, it. I found one that I love. And she's like, it's eight times more expensive than any other piece. It was. They were like, we have grades. There's like one, two, three, and four. And this was like an eight. Yeah. Eight being like that. But I love it. And, you know, out of everything in my house in Pittsburgh, I wish I could take that. Yeah. That's the one thing I miss. I loved that countertop. Yeah. It, it's I, it was really just my funny. island. Yeah, but it was yes, pretty. It was beautiful. It was very, it is beautiful. I mean, it's still yeah. there, but it was so funny because you're like, should I? And you're yeah. like, I already did it. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's like when you bought the pots on the side of the road for $5 billion and yes. you just handed somebody your credit card and they were, they were coloring, like they were doing like a, um, like a rubbing. Yeah. With like a pencil. In the olden days. Yeah. yeah. With a pencil. And you're, and meanwhile, you spent like eight grand on pots or something insane. I still have all those, though, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't ex- have them, but Randy has them. Hysterical. They were humongous, remember? I- you could fit your... Brooke easily fit in them. Yeah, they were huge. Mm-hmm. They were you pretty. Like, you bought them on the side of the road. I know. It was just a tractor trailer, like, pulled <laughs> off the side of the road. I'm like, holy shit, what are those? <laughs> I bought Josh's furniture in his bedroom that way, too. There was a tractor trailer. On the... That- where are tractor trailers selling shit on the side of the road? This one came down my street and knocked on people's doors and are like, we're from South Carolina. Um, oh, the big furniture stores in South the Carolina. The furniture outlets. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to come on and see what we have? I went on. I bought a bedroom set. <laughs> that, tra- that tracks so hard with you. If, and that's the one thing you could always count on Kelly for is like uh, insane behavior like that always. Hey. I mean, look. You liked his bedroom set. You liked the pots. Enough, yeah. Nobody stole your, your bank card. account information. So all worked out. I just need to stay away from tractor trailers, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I've never, I don't think. The only thing I bought off the side of the road was like, I don't know. Corn. Corn, tomatoes. 
may, yeah. may, maybe a wild strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I wonder if everybody buys corn on the side of the road or if that's just a Pittsburgh thing. I don't know. I feel like we're, we're feel, talking about corn on the cob. Like, yeah, people who grow it, like they set up little stands on the sides of the road and you pull over and you just buy some corn. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have a person there. They just have like a little pot for money. Like leave and you, your money. Yeah. Leave your money. Take my corn. Yeah. There's a uh, what do they sell? There's a place on the way to my Starbucks because I live my area is very it's half farmy and half new developments. Like as they sell pieces of the farm, it's all new developments, which I think a lot of areas are, but yeah, it's funny because when you drive, like you drive past all these old farms and there was something unusual. Oh, I don't think it was peaches. I feel like it was something a little unusual, but they, they would just have bushels of them out in their front yard. And it was like, take some, leave $5. Nobody cares. I've actually (laughs) bought peaches out of a tractor trailer too. Kelly. Once a year they have it and they come down and they park and they bring the peaches from Georgia and they, you order them ahead of time and you go there and you have to buy a whole bushel though. Okay. So I ended up buying them and I gave half to my dad. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with a bushel of peaches? Yeah. Well, the other half, I ended up throwing so many of them away. I just couldn't eat them fast enough. Oh, I make this really good grilled peach salad in the summer. It's grilled chicken and grilled peach, and then you ah, uh, you toast pecan or yeah pecans, and then it's yeah. a champagne vinaigrette dressing. That sounds good. It's really but good. Still, you know, like with fruit like that, like if I ate a whole bushel, like I would have like ulcers in my mouth and have a stomach. Oh my god! Yeah, from eating that many. You know, there's somebody I know who has a uh, a pineapple allergy. When she eats pineapple, her tongue gets really itchy. Isn't that funny? The enzymes in the pineapple. I grew a pineapple. You did? Twice. Actually, it was so funny because um, my kids are coming um, the beginning yeah. of February. And I guess the last time they were here is when I had one. Because Javon, Paige's boyfriend's like, did you grow a pineapple this year? Aww. I'm like, no. That's cute. Yeah, he just asked me that yesterday. It was funny. but That's really cute. I grew a lime once, a key lime. Oh, uh, yeah? It was so good. I was so proud of that fucking lime. My pineapple was the best pineapple I have ever had. I grew two of them. And they were so good. They were little. But they take over a year to grow a pineapple. One pineapple. One pineapple took over a year to grow. So pineapple farms really work hard. Yeah. Unless I just did it wrong. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Could be. Could be. Oh, my. I didn't know they took that long. Huh. Yeah. They need to update Living with the Land and Disney because that's where I get all my agricultural information. Uh, and I yeah. didn't know that. They need to tell me those yeah. things next time I ride. You know, you get off a of Soren and you ride Living with the Land. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a line for that one. No. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, bet that. No. Okay. So let's, before we talk more about this, Let's thank our patrons. These are people who went to patreon.com slash back to the bar and they signed up for our exclusive Patreon channel. And on that Patreon channel, you get access to after parties, video content. You get never before seen photos. Like I'm going to post this one in there. So if you are watching on Patreon or Patreon, you're going to see this, but I'm going to show you. I'm going to post it too. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, that's us at the 
cat the, thing. The cat thing. I found the cat photo on Kelly. We're there to support the cats. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly was there to support the cats. Hell yeah. I almost died when I found that yesterday. I was like, oh my God, it's the cat. That's funny. I was dying over the cats. So that will be posted on Patreon. Uh, you can see Kelly supporting the cats. Yes. You can support us. All right. So let's thank Stella Rodenbar, Emma, Lindsay, Stace, Zoe. Uh-uh-uh. We're also going to thank Anna, Truly, Ollie, Rosie, April, Amanda, Caleb, Cornelia, Taylor, Maddie, Jada, Terry, Dev, Ellie, Breck, America, oh, Shanna. I think it's Shayna. Maybe it's Shayna. Brandy, Andrea, Kay, Maya, Athena, Alexis, Unc, Miriam, Sam, T, Kara Loves Loco, Grace, David, Miss Maya, Lily, Rebecca, Morgan, Taylor, Marquisa, Hannah, Holly, Anissa, Pav, Izzy, Mila, Juliana, Ellie, Robbie, Mallory, Nicole, WV to IA. Oh, you went to West Virginia to Iowa. Nicole, again. Savita, Jordan, Andrea, Tony, Josie, Alex, Shay, Tara, Grace, Martha, Cheryl, Christie's rhinestone butterfly shirt. I'm uh, dead. That is so ugly. <laughs> it is so ugly. Lauren, Chloe, Natalie, Talia, Tori, Dakota, Jordan, Allie, Zoe, Julia, Ashley, Emily, uh, Steph, Melina, Abby's plastic rhinestone crap. Kate, that's ugly too. Kate, Amber, Holly. Karinada, Karinada, uh, Taryn, Haley, Nicole, Rebecca, Casey, Amanda, Sky, Megan, Riley, Kalina, Carissa, Andrea, Sharon, Amaya, Jade, Julia, Melody, um, Navandria, Matthew, Jasmine, Sophia, and Becca. Thank you, guys. I love listening to all the names. I know. There's some like really cool names in there yeah if you ever want a baby name come listen yeah. back to the bar we'll get you yeah. all kinds it's crazy yeah it's really really pretty interesting cool names i love when people get to be uh, a little funny with their names like christy's ugly rhinestone butterfly shirt i don't think they yeah. said ugly i think you did uh, yeah i said it's ugly but whatever i get that one top of the pyramid for ugly it was pretty bad and it was yeah. itchy i don't know what the hell made you buy that oh I don't know. Kelly, I don't know. I don't know. No idea on the planet. All right. So anyway, let us get into this week's episode. Yay. So this is called View from the Top. And we filmed it in February in New York City. And we don't even start in Pittsburgh. We start in New York. But do you remember the bus ride into New York when we were doing this episode? No. It was really cute. So when we were going into New York, we were with the crew and the girls were blasting uh, New York State. Uh, what is it? Not New York State of Mind. That's Billy Joel. The Beyonce New York song. Or it's not Beyonce. It's uh, Jay-Z. I have no idea. Yeah, you do. I could play it. Shit. Anyway, they were so funny listening to it because they were like, they they thought they were like the coolest. They were not, but they thought they were cool. So they're cute. It's funny when we open this episode, it shows us in New York walking on the street in our pink coat. I, I, their pink coats and their pink boots. Yeah. And I, ve- I have a very, very specific memory of this. 
This was when we realized that we could no longer go out in big groups. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the pink coats are a dead giveaway. Uh, yeah. Like we're not spotted. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's when we started to bring other coats. That's when we started to like my family and your family would go somewhere and then everybody else would show up later. Like... 15 minutes apart, just so that we weren't in a big group. In a big group, yeah. Because do you remember we got stopped on the street every two Everywhere. We couldn't, we couldn't even walk. Yeah. But again, that's, <laughs> that's what we get for wearing those pink coats. Isn't that when we were on the buses? No. We were on the buses when we went. At the beginning. Yeah, for season two and when we did the Anderson Cooper show when they did okay. Private Eyes. Because I remember us walking down the street and being like, Oh my gosh, like we're we're sitting in a cab and a bus would drive by and there we were like on the side of the bus. We were on every bu- bus stop. And yeah. do you want to hear the funniest thing about this? We didn't even really care. Yeah. I mean, we were like, oh my God, there we are. But it's like now we would have probably hired a professional photographer to take pictures of them next to the pictures. We literally, I think the only picture I have of it was like Brooke put her hand out of the cab window and took a picture took blurry a picture. driving by. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, oh, we're going to post this on social media. We were just like, whoa. Yeah. We're us. all over New York. Yeah. We were like in Times Square. We were like on, I mean, but it wasn't just Times Square. We were on every bus, every billboard. Yeah. Every single crazy. bus stop. It was wild. Every um, subway, like, you know, you go down the subways. We were on all the subways. It, it was everywhere. It was crazy. It was the um, picture where the girls are on the trophy and we were all in like the bronze where you're looking like a sex pot and I'm rolling my eyeballs. Give you, I'm looking like a sex pot. You were looking like a sex pot. You were. Your back was all arched. Your boobs were out. Speaking of boobs, why do we talk about Christy Ray in this episode? In that dress. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, God almighty, did she make the rest of us look bad? <sighs> We're like <sighs> crumple stiltskin next to her. She looked, it's, it was a little inappropriate for the view, but God, her body was banging. Yeah. Holy shit. I, it wasn't just her boobs. It was her arms. Yeah. Like, she looked good. Yeah. All right. So we go into some rando dance studio and you know, Abby announces that we're in New York City. I love that we applaud. Like, we didn't know that we were in New York. We were there. Yeah. yeah. But I did love this dance studio because we were allowed to keep our shoes on. Yay. I know. And then she gives us a little plug. Remember, if you can make it here, you can, can make, make it, it anywhere. anywhere. Yay. New York. And we look absolutely exhausted it's yes. the beginning of the week but it really wasn't because we had traveled and it, i think we had like literally like minutes between the competition to get home to change we look we are so frazzled <laughs> did you know every one of us looks just like we look like we've been on a bender for a month yeah well and just the fact that like we're doing pyramid and stuff in new york says something because like we weren't home and stuff and it it was so hard not being home all the time you know it was so hard and that's the thing is even if we had like a sunday quote-unquote off we were unpacking we were doing all of our laundry but we were still home yeah but i'm saying like to get here to do pyramid that meant sunday after we got home from wherever the hell we just were we hurried up we packed we repacked we did our laundry and we were on a bus yeah the next day. So we probably were on the bus on Monday if we were yep. doing Pyramid on Tuesday. So we got no downtime. Nope. 
And then half the time on Sunday, they would be like, so um, Good Morning America's coming and you guys need to each have a primary colored suit. I know it's in Pittsburgh. I know it's Saturday night and all the malls clo- are closed, but you need, by, night, yeah. sa- well, you need it by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Nobody can have the same suit and you need options. Yeah. And we would be like, what? Yeah, they did that to us all the time. All the time. All like, the time. How about our photo shoot that we had to all have the white? Oh, yeah. How about when we all had to have metallic? Yeah, that was the one on the trophy. Yes. Yeah. They're like, everybody come in with a metallic dress. Well, Where do you get a metallic dress like at the last second? There's four of us. There was one store in Pittsburgh and probably one metallic dress. So I think we all showed up with the same dress. I remember I got mine at Cache. Do you remember oh Cache? I do. How many prom dresses did I buy from Cache? I used to shop there a lot. You did? I had a couple. I did. You know what's so funny is it was in Connecticut. We were at the, um, what was the casino? The uh, Mohegan Sun. Oh, you know. That m- mall. My little friend that I have here, Sam, I don't know if you ever hear me talk about her. That's where she's from. Oh. Right, well, right near there. My old house that I grew up in was right near there. Yeah. That's so funny. The red dress that I wore in all those promo pictures that we took with the girls in the black and gold. Yeah. Was from Cache. I walked downstairs and bought that Cache dress. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to shop in Cache. I had a couple of things from Cache. I liked it there. I think my, I went to the prom my sophomore year and I'm pretty sure I bought my prom dress from Cache. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a black mock turtleneck sequin dress with sleeveless like a column dress with a high slit and I wore black gloves. I think I know the dress you're talking about. What One thing about cachet clothes, you knew they were cachet clothes. Yes, yes. They they had a distinct look to yes, them. they sure did. Kind of like INC or whatever that you get at Macy's. Like you can tell. Yes. INC clothes, yeah. Okay, so we all are really happy that we have our shoes on. And Abby tells us that we're going to Masters of Dance Arts Invitational. When I filmed the uh, clip show stuff that we've never really talked about, maybe we could talk about it at some point, but I did something for a lifetime with Dance Moms Clip Shows. One of the hardest things I did or had to do was get these dance competition names right without reading them. And they're all the same. Yeah. It's like explosion of dance, dance explosion with stars, star dance explosion, dance explosion of the star variety. It, it like yeah. masters of dance arts invitational, invitational dance arts masters. It's like, <laughs> what? They're all the same. None of it makes sense. And it's really hard to remember. I'm just saying. Uh, so it was in New York. And Abby tells us that we're the underdogs in this competition uh, since it's our first time attending and that that rotten apple will also be there. And she goes, last time candy apples beat you, it was bad. A perfect score? That doesn't happen too often. Kathy wants it again. Are you going to let it happen? And our children all, I think, simultaneously just blink at her. Blink. Like, they're just sitting there like, oh, yeah, what do you want us to do about it? Yeah, like, <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, you know, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. So we do Pyramid, and in last place is Mackenzie, and Abby says, if you don't dance, there's nothing to critique. Fair. Then is Nia and Asia. She says, that performance wasn't a duet. It wasn't partners working together. It was Asia double-timing everything and Nia trying to keep up. Well, what was the choreography? Yeah, I don't know. I thought they looked together. I did, too, because when they show... This is always my favorite, when they show the replay... 
And I'm like, well, I don't. And what they're saying that you, you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the ones, I, see, I got so confused about this episode and next week's episode. So I just watched this morning next week. So I can't remember if it's this week or next week's. But they say something about Brooke. And I'm like, like, I just don't see it. Like, I actually rewound it to rewatch to see, like, what she said was true. And I just. I don't Are you talking about Brooke, uh, her face in the group dance the week ago? Because she talks I about that in Pyramid. Maybe, but I don't know. I just, I never see the things she says about. Like the one time it was Chloe. Yeah, like, she goes, Chloe fell out of, fell a out of the turn. And I, I'm like, she did not fall out of that turn. Like, am I blind? Or <laughs> no. Like, no, you're yeah, not. Every, every week she does something like that. Yeah. No, it's wild. It really is wild. It just, I think she just makes shit up. She must. I mean, or or she's delusional. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's one or the other. All right. So up next is Brooke in fifth place. And she says, in the group routine, Brooke, you should have locked eyes with the judges. And they show Brooke. And the funniest thing, she goes, all I saw was the top of your head. I literally wrote down, I saw her face. Because <laughs> it was her yes. face that was up. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know where she wanted her face to go. Yeah, she said, you need to draw the judges in and tell them that story. All we saw was the top of your head. Okay. Then is Paige, although I will say Paige is in the middle of row. Yeah. She moved up and she goes, but, but don't get but. too excited. She goes, you didn't draw my focus, not in a good way, not in a bad way. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> she says that every week about somebody. <laughs> that, that's her go-to line. If I don't know what to say about you, I'm just going to say you didn't draw my eye, good or bad. Uh-huh. You just, you were there. You existed. Everywhere. Yeah. You took up space on stage. I was going to say, you breathed some oxygen. You wore a costume. You put on some lipstick. That's about it. So next up is Kendall. And she says, you've had a good run lately. This week, you flew under the radar. And Kendall, it's really funny now that I go back and watch Dance Moms because Kendall, every time Abby speaks directly to Kendall, she looks like she's about to pee herself. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, she looks like she shit herself is what I was going to say. She's, she does. She's like terrified. Terrified. Absolutely yeah. terrified. She is. Kendall just can't hide it. I think most of them were terrified, but Kendall oh, absolutely. Can, cannot, yeah. absolutely cannot hide it. So I kind of yeah. giggled a little bit. Not that it's a funny, the trauma, but it's funny because yeah. it's like, at the time, we're like, just go ahead, honey. You're fine. And the kids are like <laughs> pooping. In- no, no, no. Nope. And then Jill is beaming. And she's like, I think that's close to where Kendall belongs. Oh, my gosh. It's where she belongs, Jill. Oh, my God. Little Kendall. Little Kendall. Well, how about this? Chloe's dance competition has their first competition at the end of this month. I kid you not. One of the group dances is called My Little Kendall. No, sir. Uh, we almost, we were screaming when we saw oh, that. Isn't funny. that funny? And then I texted Jill immediately and she's like, send me the video. I'm like, Jill. <laughs> They're literally doing a group dance called My Little Kendall. That's funny. I, I die. It's like, how did this come so full circle? <laughs> you know? That's funny. Yeah. Um, And then second place is Maddie. And she says, last week, there were 11 points between you and the next contestant. This week, there was one. You did not have your head in the game. Wake up. It was Chloe who was second to Maddie, that Maddie only beat her by one. I couldn't figure out. And this, I think, is why I look miserable. 
is because there was no reason for Chloe to be on top of the pyramid. So I kind of was nervous. Like, why would she be on the top of the pyramid? You know? And so Abby said, Chloe, you took a bite out of the big apple. She says, you stayed on your music, Chloe. You remembered the choreography. You applied the corrections and you were beautiful. Wow. I know. And then I say, this is the first time Chloe's been at the top of the pyramid this competition season. And it shows that she's back in the game. And please take a sip of your drink simply because my hair could not look like Miss Piggy more. Oh my God. It was terrible. 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 It was terrible. Somebody took the smallest barrel curling iron available. And forgot to brush it out. It was. They totally forgot to brush that shit out. But they brushed my top completely straight. It was bad. It was Kelly. It's not bad. It's humiliating. (laughs) But to think, we looked in the mirror and thought, oh, we look pretty good. No, I don't think I did. I think I was like, no. What I think I thought was, well, this is about as good as it's going to get. I might as well just go sit in the chair. There's Uh, nothing I can do about it. It was bad. Oh, it was horrible. Okay. Calling it bad was it. I think my hair is at the bottom of the pyramid just on my hair. Now, is that when you started wearing extensions? Oh, I had extensions in for like weeks at that point. Okay. Or months. But they, it, couldn't you tell? They were like yellow. They weren't yeah. even blonde. Yeah. Oh, God, extensions have really improved since then. Or just... Or maybe I bought better ones. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking they had them and just like weren't Terrible. up to date. So then Abby gives out the assignments for the Masters of Dance. And there's five routines. You know, in addition to the, um, sorry, Chloe's home. Can you hear my dog? In addition to uh, the view dance. So we have five dances to learn this week. We have the group and, dance. And how many days? Yeah. Like two and a half, maybe. And, and one of the days we can't even rehearse because we're at the view. Yeah. Okay. But, but our kids are stupid. I know. They're so stupid. And they're lazy. And they don't want it. All right, so the group is called Runaways, and it's contemporary. And do you remember that that is not what this dance was called, nor is it what the message was? What was it? Children with guns. Oh, yeah. This was children with guns. It was not Runaways. And do you remember? They do not show it. But I think there's footage of it out there somewhere. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I'll try to look. But in the music, there's a gunshot. And at the end, Abby has Chloe shoot Maddie and Maddie dies. I think I saw, I think they showed that in rehearsal. Do they? Well, I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen part two of this episode, which you watched this morning. Okay, yeah, I think they show it in rehearsal. Okay, they could. I mean, they don't make a big deal about it, but. Well, later on, when we talk about the dance, I'm going to point out what's clearly edited, but I was so upset by this because it was really terrible like look at how mad holly got when nia was supposed to play the playground bully and chloe's supposed yeah. to be the, the shooter the school shooter for god's sakes yeah. yeah definitely couldn't do that now you couldn't do it then that's why they took it off wow yeah no all right so now she gives the solos out asia's doing a solo the robot and she goes asia's certainly better on stage alone Chloe gets a solo called My Obsession that's contemporary. Maddie gets a solo I'm On My Way, which is lyrical. And then Kendall gets a solo called Hands Up, which is Latin jazz. And I have to say, looking back, it's really interesting to me that Asia has had a featured dance every week. 
But then I guess it makes sense because she's not in the groups. I had that wrote down too. Every week she gets a solo. She gets good choreography and custom costumes. Mm -hmm. And the people who are Abby's students do not get any of that. No. This dance in particular, this group dance... Abby bought these costumes on the streets of New York. Talk about you buying them from... And half of them we have on our own little booty tops or whatever that we wore to class. But it's hysterical because I think she charged charged the production company $300 a costume for them. They were 10 bucks each maximum. I think Paige's pants were from like Gabriel's or something. Oh, I think they were from the streets of New York. Yeah. They were like $5. It was terrible. And so then Abby says to Jill, now, Jill, you can run along to Henry Bendel and buy me a gift. And first of all, I miss Henry Bendel. I do too. I liked Henry Bendel. But second of all, uh, I'm about 99.99999% sure Jill did. It was that button bracelet with all those little buttons all over it, the Henry Bendel buttons. I'm pretty sure she bought that for Abby. Of course she did. Yeah. So Abby says the girls have a lot of choreography to get through, but she wants them to work on the last text for The View. And then she says that Asia will be dancing in the last text. Everyone applauds except for Melissa, who was trying very hard to advocate for Mackenzie to be in the dance since Mackenzie has been at the ALDC since she was three. Well, I'm pretty sure they've all been at the ALDC since they were three, but everybody who comes in is better, stronger, greater, more deserving. Yes. But, you know, it's Ken's. It was funny because she was trying to argue and you could tell that she was nervous, you know? And oh, she, absolutely. She was nervous. And then, but here's the funniest thing is Abby's like, Melissa, I need you to let me work. Understand? That was as mean as Abby got to Melissa. Could you imagine if I was like, Chloe's been dancing here since she was three. She would have literally taken a match and set me on mm-hmm. fire. But pay attention to how nervous Melissa is now. Uh-huh. And upset she gets when she's talking to Christy Ray and everything. And then by the time we get to the view, oh yeah, she's very confident and doesn't sound nervous because Abby already told her, uh, your kids are, Mackenzie's dancing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One million percent. Not a question in the world at all. And if anybody would argue with me, I would literally put my child up for like auction. If you (laughs) like, there is absolutely no way on this planet that Abby did not tell Melissa, but that's not fair. You think? Because we would have gotten all week fighting for our kid to get that point where Melissa didn't. I think one day, one day she got to fight a little bit. The one day. And then she knew she was going to get the part, so she didn't have to fight. But that wasn't fair that Abby was allowed to talk to her. No. Outside of the show. No, but she did it all the time. Just I like know. when she would be like, don't worry, your kids get X, Y, and Z. Don't open your mouth. Yeah. And and we're like, hey, we're on a we hit show. Yeah. But w- we need to like bring some controversy so their story, but she got to sit there. I this This gets my goat every week. Well, this episode, it was really bad because this was her episode to fight. That was the whole purpose of Asia and Christy Christy Ray. Ray. Absolutely. And Abby let her out of it. Yeah. Well, because she didn't want to You end up fighting with her. I do, which I don't, I haven't seen it yet, but I remember that fight. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I absolutely cannot believe we're already half halfway through, halfway through already 2024. And I know even though life goes so fast, it's important that you really take a moment to celebrate your wins. I feel like we are always so focused on what's next, what's next, what's next. We forget to give ourselves credit for the things that we've already accomplished. And it's also important to make realistic adjustments for the rest of the year. And therapy is something that can help you take stock of your progress and also set achievable goals for the next six months. I personally have used BetterHelp for years, and I love having someone that I can talk to that gives me a safe space to figure things out, not just how to fix something, but also how to celebrate something, how to give myself permission to slow down and really celebrate me. I feel like we live in such a world where we're always go, 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 that it's nice to have somebody that says, hold on, stop. Look back and reflect and give yourself some credit. And I know my therapist has given me that. And I'm really grateful because it makes me realize how far I've come. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. So now we're in the rehearsal for The View. The girls are doing the last text. Mackenzie's running the music and we're sitting there for a while. We're in the room and then we go out. But I just want to make a blanket statement that I always hated when we were traveling and we had to be in the room. I hated uh, it. I did not want to be in that room. Me either. We had to sit there and behave and no, talk. that's not even it. We did not sit there and behave. We had to sit there and do our job. And then she would attack us for doing our job. Yeah, because we had to talk. And so she would hear us talking about all the things that we would normally talk about upstairs, but we're saying it in front of her. So then she would fight with us. It was terrible. 
Yeah. I hated it. I don't know. I felt like I behaved when we were in that room, though. I didn't feel like we said as much as we would have if we weren't upstairs. Right, because we had the fear of God in us, but we still had to say something. And we were in front of the children. Correct. We, We never said things like that in front of our kids, where... You know, upstairs, the kids couldn't hear us, so it was a little different. Right, yeah. But like, when we were in the room, that's why I said I felt like we behaved, because we we did watch what we said. Yeah, but we still had to, like, we couldn't work. just sit yeah. there, of course. Yeah. Okay, so now in her interview, Abby says she doesn't know what she's what's going on with Mackenzie's foot, because originally Melissa said Kenzie was injured. But now that the ALDC is in New York and the kids have a chance to be on The View, Melissa's backpedaling. And she says somebody has to hold Melissa accountable for her words, and it's going to be me. Okay, good. We're still with that foot. Your favorite topic. I am not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Because... This is... How many... Podcasts have we done or talked about this foot? <laughs> At least 20. I This foot. And the best thing is, I don't think the foot was ever injured. I know. I know. That's why I said it. You get so pissed off. I do get so pissed off because we fucking talked about this foot for half of season three. I know. Meanwhile, Chloe had three major eye surgeries and it like was cut out. But this foot, because there was yeah. an extra bone, that it was an overuse injury, that it was broken, that it was fractured, that it was doing cartwheels and it was a wheelchair. No, we talked about it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. I can't even stand it. Okay. So we're all outside in like the observation room and we're all talking about who's going to perform on The View. Apparently, I had a really bad chap lip because I do nothing but pick my lip the entire time we're out there. <laughs> Oh, I didn't pay attention. Oh my God. It was obnoxious. I'm like, stop it. Stop. You're going to make your lip bleed. Stop it. Stop. And then Melissa's like, um, I plan to talk to Abby about it. And we're like, okay. And she goes, I'm not going to let my daughter just be here and not do anything. Except that that is what had happened for the last three months or two months. I don't know. However long the foot's been going on. Yeah. She hasn't danced at all. No. And it never bothered her. Yeah, but because it's the view, I think it bothers yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And then in Jill's interview, she goes, I'm totally backing Melissa. It's Mackenzie's spot. It's a no-brainer. I think Jill looks really pretty in her interview. She's got on a velvet blazer, like a lace top. Her hair looks good. There's no bump it happening. There's I no think she looks, fur. There's no fur. There's no, like, mixture of patterns and yeah. accessories. It's She looks pretty. Yes. So... Now out in the observation room, Jill and Melissa are talking to Christy about why Mackenzie should be in the group. And Melissa is like, well, they both can be in it. I actually thought Christy said. I thought Christy said that too. Yeah, maybe she did. But then Christy's repeatedly telling the moms to go talk to Abby about it. And she's like, I'm not telling Asia to give up her spot in the routine. Just like, keep in mind, remember when I kept saying to Melissa in season one, the fourth episode, I kept saying, you need to pull one of Maddie solos. It's not fair that she's doing two. She's she like, no, she's like, I'm not pulling her. So Christy's like, I'm not telling Asia to give up her spot. No. So I, I don't blame her. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I get both sides of it. Yes, I do as well. But there was never a question of who was going to do this dance. Yeah. I don't understand why they couldn't have put... Both of them? Yeah. I mean, it was like... Mackenzie did a roundup at Camp Spring. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Like, Asia could have did one go in the other opposite side or do a, do a side area or something, and then they could have both been in it and it would have been over. Right. 
well, we can't have such things, you know? We 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 just can't have such things. Yeah. Abby's in the studio and she calls Mackenzie over in one of the more inappropriate scenes of this episode. Abby whispers to Mackenzie, I'm going to do a dramatic recreation. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. She goes, I don't understand why your mom is letting Asia walk in and take over. Everyone is here just loving Asia and they're going to forget all about you. Forget all about you. Forget all about you. Meanwhile, your mom's just sitting out there letting this woman come in from California and take over everything. You need to try to be overstretching your splits. Do something while you're in here. And I'm like, what? What is she saying to the child? And talking bad about her mom. I know! You know, like, who tries to turn your kid against you? you Abby, it's, it's literally your mother doesn't love you part two. Yeah. Your mother doesn't love you and everyone is going to forget about you. I, I died when she said everyone is going to forget about you. No, no stress, five-year-old zygote. You know, like, <laughs> you're fine. Don't worry about it. So then... After that revolutionary pep talk, she gives the girls a pep talk. And she's like, this is a very important opportunity for your dance teacher. Your dance teacher. I thought it was a pretty good opportunity for them. Yeah, but I love it. She goes, this is national television. Unlike the show that they're filming every week. Wow. She had to say that. I understand. I understand. This is The View, and I'm co-hosting it for the entire hour episode. I'm She had to get that in there. Of course. Had to get that in there. Listen, I know you guys are dancing, but you guys need to remember. I'm doing the whole hour. I'm the star. I'm the star. And in case you forget, I'm going to wear that ugly rhinestone star ring, just so you know that I'm the star. Then I love that she tells the girls they need to be, are you ready? Respectful, well-behaved, and perfect young ladies. And act like professionally trained dancers. When have they ever not? Exactly. And when has she ever? You know, I did an interview with my daughters yesterday. And they asked, like, about Abby. And Paige said... One of the things she liked about Abby, I don't know how it was worded. She liked about her. She remembers about her. was Abby teaching them different things. And her example was like teaching me how to roll spaghetti correctly. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember. Paige did always use that example. And I'm like thinking to myself, have you ever watched Abby eat spaghetti? And you're <laughs> yeah. going to say like, she taught you how to do it. Like, don't eat spaghetti out in public, Paige, because... Like, Abby should not be teaching etiquette to anyone. No. Nor should she be giving advice to be, you know, behaving on the view because right. she because she's be had her own advice. Did you see her theater etiquette in that episode in season eight where she rolled backwards out of the studio? In, to the, go- in her wheelchair? Yeah. That's not 90 miles an hour without yeah. looking backwards to see if she's going to run anybody over. I can't wait to recap those episodes. I, I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait. That could be... One of the greatest moments of reality television of all time. It really could be. Although nothing will ever, ever, ever surpass Bus Driver Steve in my mind. Yeah. Ever. That's my moment. Of course. So now we're out in the observation room with the moms and we're talking about the competition and we're talking about candy apples at the previous one. And then we start talking about the view And then Melissa goes, what if Kathy is a co-host with Abby? And then she goes, Abby will freak. Now, before I even read 
or heard the next line, I wrote, I would honestly love it. And then I go, I would love it if Kathy was a co-host on The View with Abby. And I'm they like, should oh. have done that because that would have really pissed her off. That would have definitely got a reaction. Uh, absolutely. She wouldn't have done spotlight. it. Yeah, yeah, she, she wouldn't yeah. have done it. But I just like to say, I'm so glad that um, I'm predictable because 12, 13 years later, I still would have loved it. Yeah. I would have loved too. it. So speaking of candy apples, now we see uh, the candy apples in another studio in New York, and she's welcoming her team in, Kathy, and she thanks the students for their clean sweep in the previous competition. And she's like, welcome to the big apple, candy apples. And did you notice that they are all wearing apple core jackets? Their jackets have an eaten apple and says apple core. (laughs) I'm like, this is the grossest branding I've ever seen. It really is. And I thought that that was kind of like a knock-in for Abby calling them the apple cores. Like, I didn't think that was like a, a positive thing. Is, am I wrong on that? No. Like, that was Abby's jab was like yeah. those rotten apple cores or whatever. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, just a thought, that somebody from production thought it was a cute idea to get apple core jackets. Oh, probably, yes. Yeah. But- And then Kathy was talking about she was very upset with Abby's demeanor and behavior. And then we see Abby calling Kathy dirt under her feet. Kathy's never produced anything. And Kathy's like, she also said I was a joke, a hack job. I didn't have a nice studio and she has to lose again. It's just, I love it. So now we get into Kathy's perfect pyramid. And in fourth place is Nikki. And she says, you were spectacular. I mean, there wasn't a dry eye at the competition. You were fabulous. I'm thinking that Nikki had a solo that maybe we didn't see. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think maybe against Brooke. I don't know. Maybe. Then third place was... Was that what... Because the week before, remember, Brooke had the animals. Animals, no. I think so. Uh, I'm just not sure. Then third place was Jalen. And she said, you're in the middle, right, right where you need to be in between the two tall towers. And then Brandon, Kathy gives no feedback. And then in first place is Lennon. And Lennon is here because their solo placed first. I believe it's her solo. I apologize. Her solo placed first at the previous competition. And Kathy tells Lennon that she will have a solo at Masters of Dance. And then Kathy tells everyone that Anthony Burrell will be returning as their guest choreographer. And they'll be doing a contemporary group dance. And for this group dance, they need a new dancer because when Anthony choreographed it, he envisioned uh, or his vision requires a little girl. So let's find someone from another dance studio and not your own studio. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what we do? I guess. Yeah. Because Dance Moms is now at this point where everybody on planet Earth who has ever been on Dance Moms, even in the background, I cannot tell you how many... ALDC dancers who are seniors, I'm not kidding, tell people that they were on Dance Moms. They're like, I was on Dance Moms. And I'm like, you don't get to be the star of Dance Moms if they show you like doing a grand jeté in between. It's amazing to me how many people claim to be a star of Dance Moms. It's really wild to me. But if our kids said, I'm the star of dance or I was a star of Dance Moms, they would be braggy brats. Yeah. It's so wild. So Kathy's happy and pleased because of what's going on and she wants everybody else to be. So now uh, we're back to our rehearsal space and Melissa and Mackenzie are talking in the hallway and Mackenzie tells Melissa what Abby said to her in the studio. I think it's hysterical that the eight-year-old is the go-between. 
She's like, Mom, Abby said you suck as a mother. Yeah. Because <laughs> you won't you, stick you up for me. You have to go and tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, um, but then Melissa goes, okay, but what am I supposed to do about it, Kenzie? Why are you asking Ken's? Yeah, and you know what you're supposed to do. You're mm-hmm. supposed to go in and fight for it. And like Mackenzie goes, else. I don't know. <laughs> Mackenzie's like, my job is to dance. She goes, I've had to act about this foot for the last three months. This one's on you. It's your turn, Mom. It's your turn. God, I've been like doing my Academy Award winning foot performance. Get in there and talk to her. And Melissa's like, I'm going to talk to Miss Abby about it because it's ridiculous. And then so Melissa walks in and you hear her say, I'm not allowing this new Christy to come in and just take over. So Melissa goes into the dance studio and she's like, ab, 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 ab. So right there, you know that Melissa's like, she's very, it's not the same as when we go in the studio. Let's just put it into that way. Yeah. And she's ab, what do I have to do to get Mackenzie to dance again? I've been very dedicated to you. I would do anything you asked. Well, right there, Kelly. I don't think I could even say those words out loud to Abby without snickering. I would do anything you asked. No, I wouldn't. I think we all did anything she asked, basically. Yeah, but like I want... If she asked us to make a costume, we made well, it. Yes. If she asked us to do this, we did it. Like, when did... I mean... Yeah, okay. Nine times out of ten, we di- we all did what she said, I think. Not that I would want to admit that, but... Right, that's what I'm trying not to admit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. But I, but I think we all did that not just melissa right just didn't pay abby's bills right (laughs) there it is (laughs) there it is and then abby goes this isn't about you mackenzie just dances like a little kid and melissa goes she's eight and um she gets yeah she goes i gave her one older routine this season she forgot it and stood on stage i think she draws eyes i think she's too short well, Kelly, Asia was shorter than Mackenzie. I know. and But Mackenzie has been in our group dances for three seasons. Yes. And what's even funnier is that Abby says that Mackenzie dances like a little kid. But then in Melissa's interview, she's like, Abby has told me she wants my kids to stay as cute. And that's what I was just going to say. That Abby loved Brooke for that reason. Brooke was tiny. Mm-hmm. She always said Brooke would be good because she could always play younger roles. Yep, but older with less child labor laws. Yeah, she's like, you can be 18 and not have to have a parent go with you, but you could still play like a 14-year-old part. Right. And she's like, that's great. So she never wanted, and anytime, and I remember her doing this with Mackenzie, where like pigtails with Mm -hmm. bows and stuff to make yourself look younger. Mm -hmm. She always said that. Mm-hmm. Always. Yes. So she's definitely contradicting herself here. Oh, so drink. And then... My demo's gone. Melissa points out that Asia's also short, and Abby replies that Asia and Christy Ray want it more. And then she's like, I have to teach Asia her solo. And then Melissa goes, this is about Mackenzie. I want her to dance, and she wants to dance, Ab. So then Abby walks over the door, opens it, calls Asia, and that's it. And Melissa says in her interview, I'm frustrated that Abby insists on letting Asia dance, Abby has always told me that she wants my kids to stay cute as long as they can. I don't want my daughter to be sassy on stage at eight. Not at all. Okay, now hold on a second. I'm going to point something out. Do you remember when our kids did the topless showgirls number? Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie was in that dance. Do you remember Melissa in the audience? No. She was super excited that Mackenzie was in the topless showgirls dance. So who's sassy, Melissa? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. All right, so now she walks out of the dance studio. She sits with us, and she's like, what happened? 
And then Holly goes, did you have the courage to say something? So she recounts the conversation. Jill is shocked. And I was like, well, what's the outcome? And then Melissa says that Abby thinks Asia and Christy Ray want it more than her and Mackenzie. And she starts to rant. And you're like, you're being a hypocrite. And you say, whenever Abby says to me, Maddie wants it more than your kids, you too, Melissa and Jill, look at me. And you say, well, you're just jealous. So how do you like it? And I wrote, and, and that's so preach. true. Yes. It's the same exact thing we say every week. Now it's in her hands. So, and she feels the same way. And then she goes, it's like, hard. deal with it every freaking week. No wonder why we're yes. through we battle. Every week. She's and then Melissa. once. Yeah, she goes, well, it's hard for me that a stranger comes in. I'm like, I literally like pushed my chair away from the desk. And I'm like, what about every single time someone came in and Chloe had to dance against them? Every time, every time. And every time it was this person's better than her. She sucks, even though I trained her. Yes, I understand. And then you say, well, you have to respect what they're feeling every week. Or I'm sorry, Christy Ray says that. To Melissa, and right there, I want to kiss Christy Ray full on yeah. on her lips. I'm like, yes. And then Melissa goes, it's hard to see my eight-year-old not dance. And Christy Ray said, I'm fully on Christy and Kelly's side. And I just wrote, yay, finally, someone. <laughs> yeah, but she turns on us. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. And then Jill says, well, of course you are, because you want Asia in the number. And then Christy said, this has nothing to do with it. If it were up to me, I'd put Asia and Kenzie head-to-head, toe-to-toe, so there's nothing for me to prove. And then Melissa rolls her eyes because Melissa knows it's not going to happen. Exactly. And if it does, Mackenzie's going to have practiced that solo for months. And that's where it's the unfair advantage. Yeah. Because we would have had to fight for that. And she already knows, like, I don't, I don't need to fight for it. My kid's already going to be in it. And, and the kid knows that too. Like, you don't think Melissa said, oh, Mackenzie, just be calm and cool because you're going to end up doing it. Right. Where our kids were like frantic and got all flustered and right. whatever. Right. I mean, the emotion, the, the emotional difference is really astounding. Yes. So we're back to candy apples and I just always appreciate the editing and the funny music. It's hysterical. Kathy's auditioning people and she's like, you know who candy apples is. Just like when Asia or Christy was like, you know who Asia is. It's hysterical to me. Like, you know, candy apples, you know, that little studio from Ohio that doesn't happen to be on an international TV show, but we're going to pretend that, you know, can't know Ohio dancers. I love that the judging panel is Kathy, Anthony, and Vivi. And Vivi goes like this. Vivi's funny. She literally gave a half smile and that was it. I love how her mom always is asking her opinion on everything. And then I love that she tells everyone that Vivi needs to be dazzled. Do you think Vivi's ever felt dazzled in her I don't life? Think so. <laughs> At least not on dance moms. <laughs> she might be after it once she's off of it, but on it, I don't think she I've was. never seen Vivi dazzled. I'm just saying. So the dancers introduce themselves and Kathy tells this one little girl whose name happens to be Maddie. We don't want another Maddie. Which was uh, so rude. That poor little girl, before she even auditioned, she was told you ain't getting the part. Yeah. She's like, uh, you might get nixed just because of the name. Yeah. So then some of the dancers are like giving their resumes. Um, and then Anthony teaches the combo for them to perform. And I have to say, did you notice the cups in front of Kathy and Vivi? No. 
They're like McDonald's cups, but instead of like them greeting it with tape, they have a big candy apples like bumper sticker around them. Oh my goodness. Are you Kelly, serious? it's worth going back and taking a peek. It's I fucking will. hysterical. And they're crooked. They're not even on straight. Nobody, somebody didn't even put them on straight. It is dead. It, I was dead. Kathy and Vivi start talking about judges' fatigues, how they're hungry. They ask for candy. Uh, Vivi is blinking. I'm hysterical because in this scene, Vivi is blinking a lot. And then in the next scene, she's doing her, her nose in the next scene. You know, Paige has been doing that in the last couple episodes too. Like, what is that? I think they all have colds. It's fucking February. I, I've never seen Paige do that. I didn't know if it was like a nervous tick or something. Could be. I don't know. Could be. Because I've never seen Paige do that, like, outside of the show. Maybe it is a nervous tick. So then Kathy goes, I asked for chocolate, and we didn't get any. Well, you asked for beef jerky, and you didn't get it either. Yeah! Bring on the beef jerky. <laughs> Love that shit. So a little boy comes in um, and talks about how he uses dance to express himself and calm his emotions. Kathy was very rude to this poor She's like, boy. are you sure you dance? Are you sure? That was rude. I thought so too. Yeah, but she she sliced him at the end. But I did think at it the was end. Rude. But yeah, now she's rude. Yeah, yeah. And then Anthony was nice to him. He's like, that was inspiring. Never give up dancing from one male dancer to another. You have something special. Keep working hard. Yeah, write that down because that's the only nice thing Anthony ever says on. The Could show. you imagine if Anthony and Abby got together and had a baby? Oh God, it'd be like the devil. Hmm. Yes. Yes, it would. So, okay, now we, oh, Kathy goes, are you the only boy out there? Please tell me no. And so he, rude. I know. So and he rude. said, yes. And Kathy said, I said, please tell me no. And I'm like, oh, what? Up next, uh, we are back with us. And um, in the in the observation room, Christy gives Asia a giant card to sign for Abby to show her her appreciation for letting her perform on The View, join the team. So Asia signs the card. I am dying because, you know, she walks in the room with the card. Abby reads the card out loud. Thanks, Asia. And we watch her and we're like, oh, God. And then you go to Melissa. Maybe you should give Kenzie have Kenzie give her one saying, please let me go on the view. Yeah. And Try then, to get a bigger card than that one. And Jill goes, there's a big pink elephant on the front of that card. And I said, there's a big pink elephant in the room. And for once, it's not Abby. <laughs> I always love low hanging fat jokes. Don't I? Yes. God. So we both do. Abby then is in the studio with Asia and they're doing the robot and she's giving Asia a pep talk. And she said, here's her pep talk. You have a solo because we need the points. You're in the mini division and you need to win. Let's go. Take note of that though. Right. Take note of that. Her saying that. Yes. Cause I'm going to talk about that because I don't think anybody realizes quite what I'm saying when I, are you talking about what I say? No, I'm talking about like later on in the episode or next week's episode. Oh, I haven't seen next week's episode. Yeah. but So remember that, what okay. she said. Okay. Because she contradicts herself again with that. With who? I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. What, what did she say? I'm going to write it down so I remember next week. She said, you have a solo because we need points. You're in the mini division. You need to win. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Um, in Abby's interview, she goes, Asia solo is amazing. It's going to be hard to keep her a little stiff, but we're going to try. And... I just want to point out, I'm going to give Abby a compliment. 
She's sitting in the corner and she says to Asia, very off the cuff, not trying too hard like she does later on The View, but she says, ball change, cliche, jeté. And I want to point out that this is one of the main reasons we stayed at that studio. I just said that to the, the person I was interviewing with yesterday about knowing the terminology of the steps. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our kids, that's how everybody says, did Abby stand up and teach? No. But our kids knew terminology that Abby could sit in the corner and say, you're going to roll up and step on your big toe, you know, into a fondue, whatever. It, yeah. However, she said, and our kids were like this. They knew it. So I will give Abby a compliment. I, to this day, love the fact that our kids know terminology. And there's a million people who do not, who are professional dancers. And, but that's why Abby's students always got professional jobs because they spoke the language. They it's knew the language. what to do. So if you're in an audition and they tell you to do something and you're looking around at everybody else and you don't know the steps, Abby's girls stand out because they know the terminology and the steps. That's right. 100%. Yeah. So then Jill says in the observation room that she's surprised that Asia has a solo. And this is where it's cut out. I am certain that I say something about Chloe, Maddie, and Kendall all having solos because I say, I think it would be smarter if she would have had Brooke do a solo. You could have had solos in an older age court category, the middle age category, and the younger. It makes it seem like I was talking about Asia having a solo. Asia's not competing against my kid. If Abby just wants the points, you would have had a mini, a junior, and a teen. Yeah, I got what you said. Right. But I don't think people who don't understand the dance world did. It just seems okay. like I'm bitching about Asia. And I wasn't. I Yeah. Because I, I probably said, I'm surprised when Jill said, I'm surprised Asia got a solo. What I probably said was, I'm surprised that, that, right. And that the three were all competing against each other because they're not all going to get the points. Yeah. Because only one can win. Yeah. So put somebody in the older category. So anyway, and then you're like, how long has it been since my kids had a solo? And you're like, I don't even care about solos. I'm going to do things without Abby while I'm in New York. And then you say, obviously, Abby could really give a shit about my two kids. It is pretty obvious. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's terrible. But at this point in time, I didn't want my kids to have a solo because it was just going to be a pain in my ass and a disaster. Right. And the other thing, um, that's hysterical. So the other thing that's really funny, I'm pouring my wine right next to the microphone, is that when we bitch about Abby and Dance Moms, one of the things that I think people would really be intrigued to think about from a different angle is that when we bitched about Abby, she had a lot of control over how the kids were shown, not just what she said about them, but she controlled the choreography. So she could give somebody a really good dance and somebody a really shitty dance and then be like, oh my God, you suck, you lost. So we had always petitioned for other choreographers to come in and work with our kids, but it was hard. Like we needed an off-camera choreographer who worked with our kids like year round, like a Gianna, who wasn't under Abby's thumb, who could, who knew what our kids could do, who could give them good choreography. Yes. But first of all, they knew that knew what they could do. And that was accepted by Abby. Yes. Because they used to bring guest choreographers in for my kids. And it was a disaster because they were scared to death of Abby because Abby was so pissed off that they brought in another choreographer. Truly. I mean, they're, 
we were like in a fucked situation. We weren't going to, there was no way we were getting out of this alive because she controlled too much. Yeah. So then in your interview, you go, I'm going to play the momager role this week. I'm in New York City and neither of my kids have a solo. I'm going to take them out and I'm going to do things to get them ahead. I would like to point out you have a straw in your coffee cup. I do. I wonder what I was drinking. Well, it wasn't coffee. Maybe it was Diet Coke because I don't Kelly. drink wine out of a, I don't drink wine out of a straw. I think at that point it was like vodka. I don't know. I think maybe, it could have been. Maybe. I need it. Yeah. Later on in the in this day, I need it. Well, let's take a moment out of the podcast to thank our sponsors and talk about something else we need. What do you think? Okay. I think. Well, I'm gonna say I personally, because I'm always busy. I feel a little run down at times and I just have felt like in the past or recently, I should say that I needed something to help me feel a little bit healthier. So I first gave AG1 a try because I was really tired of taking so many vitamins. Have you ever taken like a bazillion vitamins at the beginning of the day? Yes. Overwhelming. I don't like pills. No. And I wanted a single solution that would help support my body by like filling in all those nutrient gaps. I wanted energy and I wanted to simplify my morning routine. So since drinking AG1 daily, I have felt completely more energized. I have felt strong. I've had a sense of clarity, probably from being well-nourished. And not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that also is powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I feel like with me aging that I need this because I have a hard time like keeping up with the things that I used to do. Do you know what I mean? Whether it be throwing the ball with my dog and, you know, or whatever. So I take it once a day just to have me continue to do the things that I want to do every day. Yes, absolutely. So AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health this year, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash bar. That's drinkag1.com slash bar. Check it out. All right, so shall we get back into this? Yes. Because now we are back at the Candy Apples auditions. I love me some Kathy on screen. I'm just saying I do. It's always super entertaining because, I mean, it's Kathy. I think Kathy is- She's the, crazy. Yes, but I think she's the ultimate reality show villain. Oh, absolutely. Like, she really is. But honestly, Abby is the true villain. So now, Anthony, Kathy, and Vivi are deliberating before they call in their finalist. And they give Charles, who's the little boy, some words of inspiration Um, But they tell him he's out. And so they announce who they have selected to join their team. Her name is Victoria. She looks terrified. And Kathy says, Victoria has come from Studio Larkin. They have a fabulous reputation. Not only that, I think Abby has seen them before. And it's going to be kind of fun if she recognizes Victoria now that Victoria is on our team. So 
Kathy actually goes down the line and gives all the remaining dancers some words of encouragement before ending the audition, which I think is really nice. So now we're back in our studio and our children are rehearsing Runaways, aka Children with Guns. And we are watching. And in Abby's interview, which is so blatantly, obviously a voiceover, you can hear how bad the sound quality is. This one is, yes. It's you usually so can't tell, obvious. but that one was bad, yeah. Abby's interview, she goes, in the group routine, the girls are alone and in the streets. It's a topic that needs attention. So if you think it's bad at home, believe me, it's much worse to be cold, hungry, and alone on the streets. Then you're talking about how it's a good message like the last text, because originally we're talking about it being about guns. And Holly's like, it's one of those opportunities that's a great way to raise awareness and educate if it's done tastefully. I don't know. <laughs> I still think it's a little much. I'm just saying. Um, so in the dance studio, Abby talks about, you know, the rehearsal. And in her interview, Abby's like, I saw a lot of mistakes during rehearsal. The girls don't look clean, sharp or tight. And I'm going to say because they're exhausted. Yeah. And then she sees a Highland out of her peripheral vision oh, and she starts God. yelling at them. Of then, course. Yeah. Then she ends rehearsal. Brooke looks like she would rather be anywhere else on planet Earth than here. I think she would have been. <clears throat> yeah. And she goes, all right, that's it. Wrap them up. Done. I can't look at them anymore. I'm not reviewing one step. If you come in here and you do something wrong or forget something, <laughs> she slices her throat. Do Off it with your head. Yes. Do something for yourself. The whole world doesn't hand you your life on a silver platter. Figure it out. And then she walks out. And I'm like, what a pep talk. I, I would like to know what was handed to those kids on a silver platter. Those kids worked their asses off. Yes. At a very young age. Yes. So now we go into Junior's Cheesecake with Kathy and Vivi. I love a Vivi dessert scene. I'm just saying. <laughs> so they're talking about how they travel in New York City. And Vivi's like, it's hard to get a taxi when you walk. Your feet hurt. Yes, it does. <laughs> Vivi's funny. She is funny. And then yeah. Kathy's like, what's your favorite thing to do in New York? And Vivi's like, shopping. And she's like, really? The shopping? Oh, honey, mommy's teaching you so well. Oh, gosh. And then Kathy's like, why do you keep making rabbit noses at me? And she goes, because my nose is stuffed up, because I have a cold. So Kathy hands her a tissue and she's like, you go like this, you go like this. And she's giving her like a hardcore nose wiping lesson on national television. And Vivi's like, I got it. I got it. Maybe Kathy and Abby can get together to give like etiquette and just self-care classes but what's so funny is vivi said that to her mom and kenzie was saying it to melissa like mom i don't know like whenever melissa's like kenzie what should i do or whatever yeah so the two littlest ones are being asked advice from their moms yeah (laughs) it's insane so then the waiter brings the dessert they're eating and kathy loves to bring up Jalen with vivi and she's like do you think he's cute they'd make a cute couple and then, uh, this is my favorite part. They have, like, a total stare-up. Vivi is literally staring holes through Kathy. Like, shut the fuck up. Stop talking about Jalen, Mom. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah, stop she, it. She's not She's not into the boyfriend thing. Yeah. Uh, do you blame her? No. She's, like, four. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know why that was even said in there. That was kind of weird. No, but she's brought it up before on other I know. episodes. I know. It's bizarro. Yeah, the one that he did the spins on his head. Yeah, she she's like, do you thing. like it? Yeah. Do you like it when he spins on his head? What do you think else he can do? Like, <laughs> It's yeah. weird. She's six, I think. 
I, I think I think she's seven, to be fair. Well, well, now she was six when we started. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying. I I, yeah. I think she's seven now. So come yeah. on. Um. Okay. So we're back in. Um. And it is the day of the view. They show us walking into the ABC stage, which you have really great behind the scenes pictures. I'm gonna share. You already gave them to me. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Good. From the view. Yeah. <laughs> and I. Good. Have I don't want to have to find them again. <laughs> no. No. I have them. I have them. But what's funny is we're all walking in with our carpet bags. Oh my gosh. Yep. So the girls are on stage rehearsing, and Abby it, with that hair. I, her hair is this big. It's this big right now. I know it needs brushed so out, ugly. but it's wild. And well, hopefully they brush it out, unlike yours. Oh God. They forgot to brush yours out. Oh God. Mine mine is so embarrassing. I I think it's pretty funny. You know, a lot of people have had bad things in their past. Mine happens to live on reruns on Hulu. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Ah, don't forget lifetime. Well, right. I'm just saying, I think at this point, everybody's streaming it on Hulu. Yes, Lifetime. You play it like in a marathon on a Sunday. I hate everyone. All right. So the girls are rehearsing. Abby's in her interview. And she's like, putting choreography on live TV is difficult. And she goes, I love being here with all this professionalism. Um, I'm pretty sure that that was a rip on our production crew, not us. So during the routine, this right here, I mean, if you didn't know, this is how you really know that there is no way on planet Earth Abby was letting Asia do the stance because she keeps having them swap out. Abby was not taking last minute chances. She's not that way. And that's how you know Melissa and Mackenzie knew that they were like Mackenzie yeah. was dancing because it would have been much more dramatic. And she would if Mackenzie was actually in the dance doing dances, she wouldn't have swapped them out because she would have needed to practice. She just did that roundup back handspring in the beginning. So this was a good dance to play this game with. Right. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Because yes. there was no, she really didn't have to have choreography, know the choreography. Yes. I do agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. So Abby says, I really want Mackenzie to do the number because she was part of the original award-winning number, but Melissa has to learn that she doesn't get to have her cake and eat it too. And Asia's just raring to go. So then all of a sudden, Abby is obsessed with Paige levitating out of her seat. <laughs> yeah, she's Levitate! 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 Like, when you when the car hits like you, you levitate! There. But you know, levitate! Paige, levitate. Paige is like, I don't fucking know what it means, okay? Could you demonstrate? You get out here, you show me how to levitate, and I will I will do your choreography. That's one piece of terminology Paige didn't learn from the cheese mat. She did not learn levitate. Abby, oh levitate, God, levitate. Uh, Abby goes on about how embarrassed she is as a teacher. She's sitting here and she's humiliated. Why are you humiliated? She's a 10-year-old kid. I know. Doing her damn best. She doesn't know the word levitate. She learns that in sixth grade. She's still in fifth. Let her be. Mm. And so now the kids leave. Uh, we're in the green room. And this is where we see Christy in her evening gown. I think that was slightly inappropriate for morning television. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, you wouldn't that wear the that. Much? I thought she kind of looked like Medusa. No, that was at the reunion. Oh, okay. When she comes out and it's like, no, she looked like Morticia Adams. It was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this was just like. It had rhinestones, like rhinestone clips between the boobs and on the straps. And it's all like clingy. Look, she looked great. 
This is morning TV. There are housewives at home watching this with coffee and a runny nosed toddler. <laughs> they do not want to see Christy Ray's nipples on national television. Hey, if I had them nipples, I'd show them off too. I would too. I'm saying she looked amazing. I'm saying I didn't think the dress was the right choice for the appropriate. View. Yes. That's my opinion. But then again, did you see my Miss Piggy hair? Who am I to talk? Exactly. So. Christy tells Melissa that she's frustrated because Abby isn't clear about who's performing. Melissa's like, well, I'm mad. And it's not fair that we're uncertain if Mackenzie gets to dance. And I'm like, okay, Melissa, the jig is up. You know, you know, Mackenzie's dancing. And she's like, fuck you, Christy. No, I don't. And I'm like, oh, well, you aren't that upset. But this is where I said in the beginning, like, you could tell the difference in her demeanor, just like how she talked and how she handled herself. Like, at the very beginning when she didn't know, she was all flustered. Right. Now she's all calm about it. Yeah. So she definitely knew. Absolutely. That, listen, you guys can watch the show and make speculations all you want. We know these people. Yeah. 100% Melissa knew. So don't come at me. I am dying, though, because Christy is going after her about the foot. And then Melissa's like, the foot is done. I'm like, I love how the foot is done. The foot is done now. Miraculous recovery. Melissa says the foot is done. We're no longer speaking of the foot. And then Christy goes, let's just let Abby pick and be done with it. Let it die. And then Holly says in her interview, unfortunately, Melissa dug herself a hole. She said from the very beginning that Mackenzie was injured and how Melissa initially framed it made it sound like we didn't know when Mackenzie was going to be well enough to dance again. It's an indefinite injury. Now, Kelly... This is the only thing in the episode that could even possibly give my hair a run for its money. This is Holly's very ugly zippered sweater vest. I missed it. Oh my God, please drink for it. It deserves What color was it? It was like a silvery blue gray. It was ugly. And the reason why it was ugly is because she needed to like fluff it before she went on. (laughs) (laughs) It was literally like, like, you know how when you like have fur and like, Half of it is pushed in this direction and then half it. She needed to like go like this. It needed fluffed. (laughs) And she didn't fluff it. Ah, God, of course not. No, it needed a little bit of fluff. Just a tiny bit of fluff. So we're all bitching, of course, about Mackenzie's injury, probably because that was our direction. And Melissa gets fed up and she's like, I'm talking, I'm talking. And then she's like, I'm not talking. And I'm like, well, fucking make up your mind. Are you (laughs) you talking or not? Yeah. And then I was like, careful. You're coming. You're starting to look like a jealous mom. I I thought that was pretty funny when you said that. Uh Because it's true. Yeah. Yeah, we look like a jealous idiot every week. Every week. And I'm like, I'm not jealous. I'm annoyed. Different. Different emotion. Different. So then Abby walks in and she's like, oh, Christy, look at your tits. No, she doesn't say that, but she implies it. That's that's the message I heard. Yeah. And she wasn't talking to me. Because this is, this is, um. Christy uh, Ray. BBJ. Who? This is BBJ before my boob job. So she was okay, not talking to me. Card- yeah. Well, no, no, we, nobody she calls can't it a ever BBJ. say that to me. Right. And Kelly, by the way, a BJ isn't boob job. Oh, shut up. Okay. All right. So Abby I says, I hate you. I want to be like that when I grow up. I'm like, okay. She wants to be like Christy Ray? Yeah, not me. No, because she has that body. And then Christy's like, well, who's doing the dance? And Abby's like, um, I'm not sure. Sure, you're not. I, I mean, come on. It's like we're going on in two minutes. 
Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know who's on. And then Abby's like, I need to get into hair and makeup. That's show business, ladies. And then she's like, have them ready. Then our cute little kids come in and they're so excited. I fucking love our kids in this episode. They're so sweet. I'm, I remember this day so vividly too. They were so excited. They were so excited. Uh-huh. And because they had already been there, so they felt good with everybody. And yeah. like they they loved Whoopi, like loved yeah. her. And Whoopi How was so How about Whoopi so taking cute. her... The, she Whoopi took them into her dressing room and showed them she has like a wall of shoes, like weird shoes, like, like fish, like fit, like a uh, goldfish in her shoes and stuff. I, I think like one had like a hamburger and French fries on the top of it or something. Like yeah, crazy looking shoes, and they were like so excited. And she's like letting them play in her shoes. Yeah. She was real. Like say whatever great. you want about Whoopi and all of the things that she says or does, but as a human being with our children. She was, she was very amazing. Nice. She was yeah. really, really sweet. Yes. So she was great. And so the kids, I think, because they had already met all of the View girls, like they felt comfortable. It wasn't stressful. Yeah. And honestly, Abby wasn't backstage. So they were probably like Remember fucking Paige in. when we were in the View and that, who's the guy from Modern Family with that the That was hair? the first time we were on. Um, he she was, was so Jesse. funny. It was Jesse. Paige was like, it like made her life that she saw somebody on TV that she knew. I think, yeah, I told, that's so funny because it's like, you know, we've met so many crazy people, but Jesse Tyler Ferguson, I think. Yeah. She was so excited to see him. I think this time when we were on The View, oh God, who was it? I think this time, I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. Anyway. So the girls are in the green room. They start getting ready. Holly in her interview goes, Melissa's very guarded and not letting you see how upset she is that Asia is basically taking over Mackenzie's role. And she was, but she knew. Yeah. So Melissa and Christy start talking to their daughters about potentially not dancing in the routine. And Christy's like, be mature about it. Hope that everyone does well, you know, cheer them on. And Melissa says to Mackenzie, so it's most likely that you're not in the dance. (laughs) Mackenzie's face is like, "Mm." Like, what, did you change? Did she change her mind? Yeah, exactly. But it's just such a funny difference in the pep talk. And so now we're on the studio stage and Abby says, co-hosting The View is huge. 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 Should we drink for huge? That's a huge. Huge. Take a huge drink, Kelly. Mm Mm-hmm. My almost gone. Oh, you better refill. And then she goes, I mean, I'm a dance teacher from Pittsburgh, and here I am dealing with Oscar winner Whoopi Goldberg. This is crazy. Right. It's not the fact that you're in Lifetime's biggest hit show. (laughs) You're a dance teacher from Pittsburgh. Yep. She is. So Abby's in the middle, loving, loving life. Life, yes. And we're watching from the green room, and I'm like, her fake smile is killing me. And Jill said, I told you she'd be on her best charm behavior. And I was like, she's on cloud nine. Okay. I needed to make a commercial interruption just real quick. Maybe actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this on the after show. Cause this, this episode's going really long. Okay. Cause there was something that came on that we have to talk about. 
Okay. Like there were, there was a commercial. Okay. So then we're talking, they're on stage and they're talking about Abby's coaching style and Abby loves to throw out the really intense terminology. She's like, when they pull up through in their like she she busts and she said the exact same thing with jesse tyler ferguson but she like brings out busts out this huge like string of terminology to impress everyone and then she's like you know some kids get it other kids don't and uh you know i have to yell at some students until they're blue oh in the God. face meanwhile okay. whoopi's like arguing with her she's like um they're they're children their children. Do you think they liked her? No. I know the one lady hated us, remember? Joy? Yeah, she hated us. She, she wouldn't take a picture us. with our kids. She hated us. Joy yeah. hated everything about us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they liked us or not. I thought it was interesting that Elizabeth was wearing an ALDC shirt, but I mean... Was that an ALDC shirt or was that a... I thought it was a Abby's Ultimate. I didn't look that close. I thought it was ALDC. It was just quick. So I, I thought it was. A, I, I thought it was ALDC, but I don't oh, know. I'm sure somebody gave it to her to wear. They probably said, oh, who wear this shirt? Of course. And she, and of she course. volunteered. Um, and then Holly goes, I'm a little surprised. It seems as though most of the hosts like Abby. She has a fan club on The View. And I wrote, ew. I don't remember them liking her. I, that's why I asked that. Because when Holly said that, I, I don't feel like they liked any of us. No, I think you might be thinking of the first time we were on. I don't think they liked us. Okay. I think they maybe had to play nicer with Abby because the show was a bigger deal and she was okay. a co-host. That's just my interpretation. I have no idea. So then we're in the green room. Somebody comes in to the girls to gather them for their performance. And we're really cute with them. We're like, Holly's do what you do. This is your moment. You're on national TV. I do like Holly's little shirt. It's very cute. She looks cute. I thought Holly looked nice. And I said, make it count. Millions are watching. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's why I'm like he, making them uh, nervous. I was dummy. like, why would I say that to children? And Holly's <laughs> like, break a leg, all of you. And then Asia actually turns around. She blows a kiss to all of us before she leaves. That was cute. So now backstage, Abby's giving the girls like a rundown before they perform. And she's like, the girls look great. They're serious. They're acting like professionals. I'm thrilled with their behavior. And I have to point out that... I mean, this is where she says that at Mackenzie's going to do the routine and that Asia's going to come out. And then she says to Mackenzie, the next time you're hurt, I go to the doctor with you because I think your mother is lying. Let's go. I want to point something out. You know how if anybody doesn't believe that Abby 100% knew who was dancing, doesn't believe us, you know how you know? Huh. Mackenzie has blood on her and Asia does not. Uh, I didn't look at that. Yep. Kenzie has blood on her. Asia does not. Hmm. So absolutely, Kenzie was always doing this dance. Uh, I, I, she was. Well, I knew. I know. But I'm just saying yeah. anybody who might for, like. For them to watch. To right. Pay yeah. So in her interview, Abby says, I put Mackenzie in the last text because three different times I told Asia where she needed to fall and she kept doing it wrong. Wrong gets you tossed out. And I wrote wrong dancing or wrong last name. <laughs> I would think blame. You're right. Elizabeth is wearing an ALD or an AUDC. It says right on I our thought notes. It was, yeah, yeah, she's wearing an AUDC shirt. And I say when Mackenzie pops up from behind the seat in the last text, I say all is well in Melissa's little world. I mean, I detect no lies, right? No lies. And Melissa in the green room is talking about, oh my God, Mackenzie's so great. She did a roundup back handspring. But I also thought that was kind of 
mood to rub it into Christy's face that Mackenzie was great when it was Asia who didn't get picked to do the dance. And I, I give Christy credit for not biting on that. Yeah. Now, but Abby said that, um, Mackenzie was doing the dance, but Asia was going to do go on afterwards. Yeah, she introduced her. Did, she didn't do anything or talk or anything, though, did she? I don't remember. They didn't I don't show it, that. but I don't remember if she did. Yeah, I don't remember either. And Christy Ray in her interview goes, personally, I knew this was going to happen, but if Abby's going to go ahead and take loyalty over talent, that's fine. I screamed. for Good for her for, like, calling that shit out. And I'm not saying that Asia's more talented than Mackenzie, what I'm saying is not very many people would have the balls to go on and say that. That's not yeah. an OG. I don't know. I, I feel like Mackenzie should have done it. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Asia should have done it or Mackenzie should have done it. I'm strictly saying I personally think they both should have done it. They would have so easily that dance would have so easily been able to have an extra person in it. Yeah, because it was all individual choreography. Yes, yes. And then you said in your interview, I think Abby knew all week who she was going to have in this dance. Uh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. So then the girls perform, Asia comes out, and then they're all walking backstage. They're all high-fiving Brian. Did you see them when they were walking yeah. by? They were all high-fiving Brian. And Mackenzie says, as soon as I did my cartwheel over the seat, I was like, I'm back. And then Abby says, Co-hosting The View is a dream come true, but right now I have only have one thing on my mind and that's beating Kathy. And I'm like, oh, okay. She was like, I think we had to hear about The View for the next 18 uh, I, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're back in the Candy Apples space, rehearsal space, and Anthony and Kathy are discussing, discussing, discussing the results of the audition. They're pleased with the girl. And Kathy says, I think bringing in somebody that has the qualities that Victoria has is definitely going to throw them for a loop. But I mean, it's like our kids are super talented. So I don't think that anybody throws us for a loop. I don't. And also at this point, I think we're very numb to anybody yeah. coming in. Yes. Yeah. We're like, oh, okay. Somebody else. And Kathy tells the kids, I needed somebody that was really going to enhance you. So we found a girl. You know, I like to do the unexpected when it comes to Abby. I, I just hate that. It's all about Abby? No, that her team is not one person she taught. Oh, yeah. She didn't do any of the choreography. Right. I, I, I mean, granted, she, she beat us two weeks in a row. Well, no shit. Right. Bring us in a choreographer that isn't choreographing a dance every single week. So we have new things. And, you know, students from five different teachers that send their best. Yeah. You know, like, I just don't think that was fair. And I know a lot of the weeks that was Abby's fight was that's not fair. And that's why she didn't want our kids half the time. Because why does Kathy get to pick and pick hers from everywhere in the world? And Abby has to stick with the kids in her studio. That's why she didn't want our team. Exactly. And I don't blame her for that. Right. So then Victoria and her mom enter the studio and they start dancing with the rest of the team after introductions. And then in Kathy's interview, she's talking about the theme of the dance, which is the Day of the Dead. It happens after Halloween. It's a Mexican holiday. It's very jubilant time with face painting, over-the-top costuming. It's going to be a good theme for us and it's going to be a lot of fun to take the stage. So they're rehearsing. Anthony kind of starts getting shitty with the kids. He's like, open your minds and brains. And Kathy, to give her credit, 
is kind of trying to reel him in a little bit. She's like adjusting his hat and trying to like be funny. And he wants nothing to do with yeah. Kathy. Nothing. Yeah, he, he was mean to Kathy, I thought. He was. Like, he was. I mean, it was her studio. Yes. And, and was she like, was the star of the show yeah. like, compared to him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very disrespectful of her yes. in her studio. I agree. So back in the green room, Abby walks in and we greet her and she says to the mom and she goes, you're all in a good mood because Mackenzie danced. No, I don't care. I care about like my kid did a good job. How about you? Yeah. You know? I could care less who danced. Yeah. yeah and as long as mine are. Exactly. And she says to Melissa, I told her the next time either one of your kids go to the doctor, I'm going because I think you're lying to me. And Melissa's like, I'm not. Okay. And that was the end of it. Yeah. So the kids walk in, they're congratulated. You know, Asia says she's never tired because somebody's yawning. Abby agrees. She's always ready to go. She gives Kenzie the biggest hug in the world. And she tells everyone there's nothing wrong with a little healthy competition. You should want to turn like Asia. And she says to Asia, you should want to do your acro tricks like Mackenzie. That's the way it has to be, you know? And then Mackenzie, she goes, you just got off being on a major competition show. She lives in California. There's a million opportunities for her. And I'm like, well, why is she here? Exactly. And she's like, you need to learn for that and take that. Asia is a very mature seven-year-old. And she says to the kids as she walks out, she's like, that's the great part of the day, but it's over. It's another thing on your resume. Excellent. But now we've got to concentrate on the competition this weekend. Let's get focused, get ready, and review what you had yesterday so you're ready to go. I told you before, I'm not going backwards. I'm not correcting things you learned yesterday. We need to move on. And that's about it. And then, you know, we see next next week's episode. So how many drinks did it take you to get through this episode? So far, I'm okay. Me too. I haven't had any. Now, the end of this episode, I need like... Well, that's another episode. Yes. All right. I need a nun. I was okay on this one. Me either. I was fine. Totally fine. This was fine. How about worst? I know. It's my hair. Holly's a close... With the zippers? The fur. The fur nonsense. She needed to fluff? Fluff. Did you have any misdemeanors or felonies? I don't think so. I was a good girl too. Yeah. We were both good girls. Love that for us. Yeah. I've always been a good girl this whole season. No, you're a bad girl, but I love it. Yeah. We should we should take note of this episode that we were both good, because usually it's, it's one, one or the or other. other. <laughs> right. Well, this was Melissa's episode. Uh, What's your favorite quote of the episode? Mm. I have two. I love that she says to Mackenzie, everyone is loving Asia and they're going to forget about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, says that to like an eight-year-old and then I think I said oh there's a big pink elephant in the room and for once it's not Abby I mean that's not my favorite I I really did like when she said everyone's gonna forget about forget about you yeah yeah because it's psychotic everything you say to an eight-year-old of course I like the psychoticness of it all yes did you have any what favorite lines no just I I like that one of Abby's okay that would be about it. My favorite there dance wasn't is much exciting in that episode. No, my favorite dance is obviously the last text because that's the only dance. And uh, we didn't perform yet. Nope. I guess we have to pick that one. That's it. All right. Well, that's about it for us. We're going to go over to the after party. Come hang out Yay. over there with us. If you haven't joined, party. go to patreon.com slash back to the bar and join us for the after party. The fun part. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Seriously. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I personally started using Acorns a couple of years ago, and I did the program where I am simply rounding up purchases that I'm making every day, whether it be at the grocery store or if I'm just running errands or my coffee. And if something is like $8.75, I will have it rounded up to the nearest dollar. So instead of $8.75, I'll pay $9, never really miss that extra 25 cents. But then that money is being invested with acorns. And so it's really exciting when I go and I look at my account balance because all of this change that I don't even notice on a day-to-day basis is invested and it's growing inside of my account. So head to acorns.com slash bar or download the acorns app to start investing and invest for your future today. Client testimonial, compensation provides incentive to positively promote acorns. Investing involves risk. Acorns Advisors LLC is an SEC registered investment advisor. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 